All right. Welcome to Sesh. Um, so this podcast, this is something that I'm going to start doing. I just need a fucking outlet. Um, I need to get out my thoughts somehow. Um, and this is how I'm going to do it. Um, so we're kind of both going to figure out what this is together. Um, I, uh, I've been struggling with this a lot and I know that there's a lot of fucking people who do this, but, um, when I was kind of in college, I did stand up and also I had a lot of like sexual dysfunction, so I didn't have a lot of sex and, um, I think those two were pretty related. Um, I think that, um, well, I think that I just didn't have a lot of experience in my life. And when I was in college and I was doing stand-up comedy, that the, that was kind of my outlet for it. Not that that was replacing my sexual desire or anything, but that, um, I felt like I was really living my life as like a sheltered child. I felt like when I was doing stand-up, which was kind of like my creative outlet, it was really fun and really, um, rewarding and it felt good to express myself and whatever else but the sexual dysfunction it was almost like what's even the point like why am i why am i doing this and expressing myself i mean i talk with people i wasn't like a theater major so i I was thinking critically in my classes and you know that was a perfectly acceptable form of expression and it wasn't so showy it was like it was plenty creative i was building on other thoughts that I had. I was saying it in class. I was getting clarity on the world around me, but then like, it's just so fucked up that I felt like, and I think my generation, I'm like kind of millennial, kind of zoomer ish age. And I'm 25. I'll say that I'm 25. And like, I felt like I was taught when I was a kid that just making art and expressing yourself, it was this unquestioned, good and positive thing and the story that I always got told was you know your parents expect expect you to be a lawyer and a doctor but really you want to be you know a dancer or a singer or something and I feel like I drank that Kool-Aid for a long time and I think I was pretty good at doing stand-up but I think it just doesn't and it felt good and I felt fulfilled by it but I just don't quite know what art is worth and I guess I just kind of stopped doing it after I left college. And um, I worked in a research lab for a little bit. And now I do something that can basically be understood as social work. And I'm kind of doing it as a reaction against art. Like I didn't want to do it and I, I saw no use in it. But now I like I live in New York and I I just have the... I, I have the feeling like this, I'm just, I'm here and I should be making art or making something and getting something out of me. And so that's why I'm making this, this podcast that I, I, I don't quite know. So I know so many people who would rationalize art making to be like, I'm doing it to help people, but I just don't, I just don't buy that. Like, I just don't think that making art 
fundamentally does anything for anybody else in any kind of concentrated way besides the person making it. I think sometimes people have good reactions to art, but it's not inherent and it's definitely probably not like why that person made it. Like why would, if you were really starting from a place to try to help other people, like why would you choose to be an actor or a stand-up comedian or a, an art maker? It just, if you have to do it to stay sane or whatever, that makes sense. Fine. But then why do you share it with people? And I think that's the project of this podcast. It's like, I'm trying to figure out why people make art. And I know like saying like art to be like this podcast where I'm rambling is pretty insane, but I really think I can get to the bottom of something if I make it and I put it out. And um, so far the project, this project that I've done, I like made a fake, not a fake email, but I made an email with none of my identifying information attached to it. And I made an Instagram and on the Instagram, I basically just followed like other podcasts I like. And then like Instagram thoughts (laughs) that I know know about from Reddit. Um, So it's already a win (laughs) because I can, uh, I'm getting horny on Instagram. Um, So that's part of the reason I'm making this is to get to the bottom of why people make art and what my relationship to art making is because my, my parents were artists and, uh, I, I, I just have this giant reaction against art making that happened after I, I left college and I want to figure out what it is. Like, am I just going through this adolescent period right now where I'm rejecting my parents that I, now that I'm 25, is there actually, will it make me more narcissistic and less likely to help other people? and more representational and aestheticized in my behavior if I sort of concentrate and focus on art making like I think it does with other people. Um, And uh, what do I get from sharing it also? Because right now, I mean, the way I'm talking, literally I have no listeners, I have nothing. I'm basically at this moment literally just talking in my room. So what do I get from sharing it, putting it online and trying actively to get people to listen to this? Like, am I going to, and if it helps other people, did I do that? Cause probably those people were just in a good spot for it. Cause like I said, my, my job, I don't have like a degree, so I can't like my job title is not social worker, but I'm um, a caseworker at somewhere. I think I don't do what I do is social work. Really. It's like, it's connect. It's working with, poor people all the time. It's, it's overworked. I, I'm, I'm overworked. The pay is not great. It's fine. It's like way above minimum wage. It's like, it's enough to afford like my apartment and shit without help from my parents. But it, um, it's, a uh, it's like, uh, it's in a low income neighborhood. It's pretty dangerous. Um, people quit a lot cause it's hard. And, uh, it's, it, it, I think I do help people, or at least I'm given the opportunity to help people. Um, but I guess in that position, rather than this right now, how is it any different? Because, so I'm, so I think that when people get helped by art, and the artist is in a certain place, and they make it, and then an audience member is kind of in the right place, and working through something, and then seeing the art helps them to work through that, and get clarity on something, and then they do it. They do, you know, let's say someone has 
Like I'm trying to think of a time I've been helped, really helped by art in in a way that's not just sort of a general like I feel like when I was 15 and I listened to Weezer, I like felt less alone. Which also I don't even buy that though because I think I, I think I was like in a shit mood and was trying to, and it just Weezer was in a shit mood, so it felt good to listen to music that was in a shit mood. So I don't even know, like I don't think that helped me. It just kind of felt good. Which was also my experience with stand-up, because it was like, I felt, it just felt good. It didn't, stand-up comedy, especially amateur stand-up comedy that I did, like, in New York City, where I live, or at my, like, liberal arts school college, that didn't do anything for anybody. It was a purely narcissistic, or it was a purely self-indulgent endeavor, or whatever. Like, when I did well, I didn't help people. I mean, people felt good. But did I help them? I don't know. I fucked. I helped myself. (laughs) I had sex sometimes. Oh, and I I started off talking about sexual dysfunction. So in college, yeah, so I had this this issue that really, really fucked with me for a really long time where, um, like, I, I, I had trouble getting an erection. It's, it's why they're on every, and I listen to a lot of podcasts. So some kind of marketing person. I feel like every podcast I listen to, there is marketing for erectile dysfunction pills. I don't know who figured that out, but I bet they, like Joe Rogan, when <laughs> when they play erectile dysfunction ads on Joe Rogan, they probably make a fucking killing. That's probably a license to print money. Um, but they figured that out. I'm who that's marketed to. Um, I've pretty much figured it out now, uh, but it, it it really fucked me up for a long time um because like i was able to i got the opportunity to have sex when i was i was 15 and i didn't it my 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 erectile dysfunction it 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 uh it happens it happened for four years so i actually like i would kind of i would count maybe 15 as like losing my virginity like we did sex stuff and she was into it but it, it only like really happened for me when i was 19 and when it worked and I, I cummed or whatever, when it was sort of, I could prove in court it was sex, like sort of, you know, I had tradition, whatever, you know, sex. I had sex where I came. I don't know. People going to want to listen to this? I don't even know. So I'm literally, yeah, okay. And I guess a big part, yeah. So art's very, it's very wrapped up in sexual dysfunction with me, I guess. And so I also wonder if I start making art, will I get more sexually dysfunctional? I don't know. Remains to be seen. Um, but yeah, I had that issue for a long time. And uh, uh, why did I bring that up? Because sexual dysfunction. Okay. Because in college, what did stand-up do for me? So I guess, no, because I had sex because I did stand up. I, I I would talk about being single and, and women and non-binary people would hit me up and not like that didn't happen like ten times, but you know it happened maybe a handful of times. I think maybe three times, um, which was great because I was, you know, I was kind of weird about sex, and so being in this position where I I you know I'm validated or I feel smart and I feel uh, accomplished at something. I did craft. That's something I want to talk about too. Craft because craft is not necessarily self-indulgent. That's kind of something outside of yourself. Like to just sort of make a good thing is 
is maybe worth doing just to create something that's excellent is good. Um, but you know, if, if you, you know, there's a lot of things you can do, you know, you can murder someone well, but yeah. So the fact that, okay, it's like a murder that like an unsolved murder, the fact that it's done well is not evil. It was good that it was done well, but the murder was evil. That's kind of how I feel about art, <laughs> I guess. Like, it can be done, yeah. God, this is so manner, but I think, I don't, yeah, okay. I'll return, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to be hopping around a lot. Um, like, okay, so art, yeah. Craft doesn't help people though. And I think that your highest calling in life is to, is to help people. And that's what I try to do with my job. Where, like I said, I have the opportunity to do that with my job. And I think, like, I knew this girl in college. She was like, when I was a kid, I would, and you know, like my parents were fighting or whatever, I would watch TV to, uh, feel less alone. So now that's why I went into TV production. And I always thought that was, that was so short-sighted or something like, like, why didn't she want to be a good parent? Not that she doesn't want to be a good parent, but like, it's, it's like if you were, it's like if you're like, yeah, every time when I was a kid and my parents would hit me and I would like bite into a belt to hurt less, uh, now for my job, I make belts that children can like bite into when their parents are beating them. It's like, you know, it, it's like a, a symptom or, or, um, like, uh, like why wouldn't you want to be healthy emotionally, which this girl, I mean, I haven't talked to her in a while, but she, in the, the period that I knew her really well was definitely not, um, in tip top shape up top. Um, mentally. Uh, and so, yeah, like my, like that's kind of true of me. Like when I was a kid and my, my parents definitely had like a dysfunctional relationship. Um, nothing crazy, crazy, but just sort of like we're cold to each other and ended up having kind of a messy divorce. But, um, yeah, when I was a kid and like my parents were really watching me, I would like watch Comedy Central and look at stand up comedy. Um, but, I don't know, like, yeah, I, now I want to be a therapist or a social worker. I feel like that's sort of more of a fix for the situation or, like, I'd be able to help that kid. But that's another thing. Do social workers help people even that much? Like, maybe art, like, does help people more. But it doesn't help people because, yeah, it, like, social work and art are really similar, I guess, in that way because the person has to help himself, and all you can do is kind of put the ideas out there and, like, and I mean, with social work, you connect people to resources or, um, you know, organize things for them. And I guess in art, good art or like art that I would judge as morally good <laughs> uh, or like not even morally good, but like useful art. Um, yeah, useful art it presents interesting ideas and helps you to kind of see the limits of, you know, all the possibilities of being a person. And that might be able to make you feel good. And I know art doesn't have to be helpful. It doesn't have to be like, 
it doesn't have to be, you know, make a lot of money, but a lot of the times when art is like quote unquote useless, like I saw these paintings of this guy, Lucian something. Actually, wait, let me, let me look it up before I talk too much shit about it. Um, bottom line. Yeah. Okay. He like made these paintings of like rain and like, I just, maybe they just don't do anything for me, but they just look like nothing. Like, why do I have to have a PhD to fucking understand why his art is good? And yeah, this shit. Oh man, it's just so, it's just so, it seems like such a waste of time. And I know it's like cool because art, if it's useful, if it's useless, it's like anti-fucking capitalist or whatever. And it's a part of experience. It doesn't have to be helpful, but like when I see art that's so like mystified and up its own ass and it goes for like $350,000, it's like, that does nothing for fucking anybody. I don't even know what that does for the artist. Maybe I'm losing my point. What I'm saying is, you know, art that creates a big feeling in yourself, that doesn't mean, those things don't have to be morally good for them to be good art. But what does good art refer to then, if not some kind of greater purpose or being helpful or like, is it just reflecting life? Because that seems, that seems like you don't need that. Like you're already in life or like just videotape yourself or something. <laughs> if you want to have life reflected back to you, like it, there has to be, or maybe it takes you, you know, you go somewhere and it takes you for a journey. Right? Like, you go to a movie, and then you're in fucking Middle Earth if you watch Lord of the Rings. But how is that different from just, like, going and taking heroin for two hours? Like, that's an escape. It's, you know, a movie's less bad for you, but maybe it's more sinister. And like, people who devote their life, their life to movies, are they shallow people? I would probably think so, yeah. I mean, even if they're really good at it and they're really smart and like just devoting your life to it, it must be a narcissistic, self-involved impulse. Art that's difficult. Like I saw Eraserhead the other day. Like that's an interesting movie. It's weird. It makes you feel things that you don't usually feel in your everyday life. And um, it, 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 it gives you weird feelings. And yeah, like I said, shows you the limits of like what life can be and stuff um that's nice that's cool yeah but yeah just what's it for i mean if i never experienced it in my daily life i watched the movie I'm like that was weird i mean that's interesting but isn't that just like an amusement park ride or anything else just people moralize art and they talk about it like it's so important and it's so gross to me. Even the good art is so shitty and mystified. I like the movie Whiplash. <laughs> it's kind of funny because it's like about a guy working hard at a job, which is jazz drumming. 
It did nothing for me, though. All right. That's my first one. I'll see how this goes. Um, I'll try to keep these pretty short. I don't know if I'm going to have the energy to do much longer than that. Maybe if I'm drinking coffee in the morning, something like that. So uh didn't finish a lot of points, switched around a lot, talked about my sexual dysfunction in a kind of shallow and mystified way. Um, I think this is good. Um, I created an email for this podcast because I had to for the Instagram. Um, if you hear this and you just have any thoughts about what I said or tips or you want to uh, say nice shit to me or develop any of these ideas or recommend me shit to read, you should email podsesh at gmail.com. P-O-D-S-E-S-H, podsesh at gmail.com. Thanks.